Hi, welcome to Tales and Treasures of Taiwan. This is a show about a multitude of cultural facets here in Taiwan, from religion to customs, festival to tourism, performing arts to indigenous culture, and of course, the culinary goodness of Formosa. It's your one-stop shop to all things Taiwan, and I'm your host Joey. 欢迎大家收听台湾文化新视野，我是主持人 Joey。台湾菜不只是料理的艺术，也是福尔摩沙历史的写照。长年以来，各国统治者在这片土地上所遗留下的文化，都反映在人民的餐桌上。而台湾岛得天独厚的地理环境，也造就了食材上的独特性。这个月，就让我们来谈谈台湾的饮食文化。Taiwan may be a small island. But its variety of culinary art is a reflection of the diverse cultural influences from a host of colonizers over the course of its history. This month, we're going to take a look at the food and ingredients indigenous to Taiwan. And for this week, we're starting with some of the culinary culture of the island, from home-cooked dishes to banquet feasts. Let's explore the most familiar flavors of Taiwan. 这周我们就先来谈谈台湾人最熟悉的传统风味。我们邀请到的是兴业国际餐饮的执行董事李红军先生。For this topic, we invite the executive director of Xinye Restaurant Group, Mr. Li. 我们今天节目中来谈一谈比较具体的菜色，例如说夜市饮食。好了，呃，其实我想很多的小吃都代表一个生活的回忆。嗯哼，那。在我脑海里面生活的回忆的小吃就是藕阿煎。嗯，那过去要吃藕阿煎，呃，大概就是到圆环才可以吃得到。而且那不是仁爱圆环哦，那个时候是就是呃南京仁仁爱圆环是车子绕的地方，没有东西可以吃哈、哦。那现在已经已经没有看不到那个圆环，以前大概就是要到圆环，或者就是要到现在的宁夏夜市的地方才会有这个藕阿煎。那些回忆都是跟着长辈一起一起回忆的。听到妈妈要去呃逛夜市，我就在家里等着有蚵仔煎可以吃。那还有地方可以吃蚵仔煎，就是庙会。只要呢今天有庙会，然后再搭戏棚，我就知道一定有好吃可以吃，因为就有小吃啦，比如说蚵仔米刷啦，还有以前小时候没有什么饼干可以吃，就是吃碰饼，就是用糖，然后用苏打饼，然后就是在那个。我们叫杭楼哈，这炉子，这这炉上面，然后就是慢慢慢慢微微火，慢慢慢慢烤，然后放一点苏打，它就整个蓬起来，就很好吃。所以那些就是一个小时候的回忆，呃，透过呃好吃的东西来延续这种感情的交流。嗯嗯。所以我觉得小吃在台湾其实台菜是非常重要的。嗯，呃，现在在台湾比较具代表性的小吃啊，或者是路边摊啊，对外外国人来说，来玩过台湾都会可能讲说什么臭豆腐嘛，对不对？嗯、或者是猪血糕，你觉得这个算是很传统的台湾小吃吗？呃，应该是算是啊，哦，算，因为呃，说猪血糕是我们从小也吃到大的啊、嗯呃，胡椒饼哦、呃、也是从小吃到大的，臭豆腐也从小吃到大的，那大饼包小饼呃也是后来才吃得到。当时是讲后来才知道，因为以前是吃炸馒头，炸馒头里面包咸菜，再包点花生粉，哦，就这样吃，就是可以吃的很开心的。所以，呃，你这样讲，那其实那些都是属于呃小小吃的一部分。OK OK， 是啊，酒家菜是什么样的
菜。呃，酒家菜其实它是比较属于细致的宴席菜。OK， 那酒家嘛，就是场合，它在那个时候需要谈生意嘛。嗯啊，或者说一些特别的一些情境，嗯，所以他除了吃以外，就会有很多的娱乐，嗯，呃，比如说酒家的话，里面会有一些唱歌，嗯，哦，那就是台湾在谈酒家菜的话，很多的一些手入菜、手工的菜，嗯，然后场合的菜，那另外就是要配合喝酒的菜，嗯，下酒，下酒一定要下酒，比如说我们台湾菜有一个最后叫。鱿鱼螺肉蒜，嗯，那就是喝的酒酣耳热的时候呢，最后一定要来一个热汤。那这个热汤呢，因为它味道要重，所以呢才能醒酒。嗯，那台湾菜呢，其实在宴席的以后呢，大概都会出一个饭叫金马米糕。为什么要做一个米糕呢？其实填饱肚子，因为有时候我们喝酒喝到最后会开胃了。一定要吃点东西才会觉得好像我吃一餐有个杂食，所以呢一定要个杂食的菜。所以很多的一些台湾菜就是把主食是放到最后面，嗯啊，金马鼻锅或者最后一道再出一个汤，因为醒酒。所以这个其实很有趣。有时候你可能去一个很丰盛的婚礼哦，然后有些菜其他的这个啊来源居然是酒家菜哦，但是你不知道还不会去体会它的生意哦。是 ，Many people connect their childhood memories with food. What Mr. Lee remembers best is oyster omelet. He says in the old times you could only get oyster omelets at Yuan, the Roundabout, a famous night market that is no longer here now, replaced by the Ningxia Night Market. Whenever Lee's mom went to the night market, he knew he could get some delicious food. Another place to find oyster omelet or oyster vermicelli was at the temples, where there would be a stage for Taiwanese opera and a lot of food stalls during celebrations. He remembers well a simple dessert made of rice and sugar and slowly baked in an oven. For him, it's a part of his memories growing up and how folks socialized. Other items like stinky tofu, pig-blooded rice cake. And pepper pie are also well-known traditional Taiwanese snacks or xiao zhi. Li also enjoyed fried mantou with fillings of pickled cabbage and powdered peanuts. Restaurant banquet, on the other hand, is a more delicate feast, mainly for business occasions. It usually involves some variety of entertainment, including drinking, women performing, singing and dancing, etc. The dishes served are handmade by chefs and rich in flavor, suitable to go with alcohol. After warmed with wine and all these dishes, many would crave for something more filling. That's why such a banquet often wraps up with either squid and braised pork on top of hot rice or hot soup with a lot of flavorful ingredients. People would then feel they've finally eaten to their heart's content. Today's wedding banquet more or less follows this tradition. That's it for our conversation about night market food and business banquet food. Tomorrow we'll talk about celebratory banquet feasts. 明天节目中我们来谈一谈台湾的板豆饮食文化 That's it for another Tales and Treasures of Taiwan. I'm Joey. Have a good night.